everyone and welcome back to another series of BAM Talks. Today I'm talking to Simran who will be talking to us about planning and phoning a wedding during the pandemic. As you can all imagine that is an eventful experience to say the least. <laughs> Hi Simran, how Hello. are you doing today? Good thank you, how are you? Good good, I'm well thank you. I'm interested to talk to you about this conversation because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people will probably be able to relate to and you can give me some tips and advice so I'm interested to get into it so I know we've like had our conversation beforehand but if you just let everybody know when was your original wedding date so we were meant to get married last summer um in August Mm -hmm. um but obviously the pandemic hit in like March um it was a bit of an awkward time because basically I had returned from Canada in January and mm-hmm. um when I got back to the UK like, I, I saw like a couple of articles about this like coronavirus thing happening in mm-hmm. China but it hadn't really blown up in the UK mm-hmm. um didn't really think much of it until obviously it hit March mm-hmm. um I work um I think it was like the end of like the second week of March we got an email mm-hmm. saying you know we're going to trial this working from home in light of like this um increasing situation around covid mm-hmm. um and i was like oh okay what's going on <laughs> it's really strange because we literally said oh yeah we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we left the office and obviously it had been like well over a year we're still not oh my god <laughs> but um so that happened and the next day so that weekend my fiance was actually meant to fly back to england so that we mm-hmm. could go and give notice for our civil ceremony so mm-hmm. we went and do that at the end of march um mm-hmm. and we had the appointment booked and everything and the day before we went to go and give notice at our town hall, um, mm-hmm. our got cancelled because Boris Johnson had announced lockdown. Um, and mm-hmm. we were meant to have like our pre-shoot that day as well, like straight after giving notice. None of that happened. Yeah. I still have the two like ASOS dresses I ordered for the pre-shoot <gasps> still fully wrapped. I've not even opened them oh yet. Oh my god, no. <laughs> They're still upstairs in my room. Um, and then yeah, so we were kind of getting nervous, like, you know, like we've not been mm-hmm. able to give Mm-hmm. On. at that time I think a lot of suppliers you know I remember meeting up with our DJ just before the lockdown was announced and he was like you know we're expecting to get back to weddings around August time um so you should be fine because obviously our date mm-hmm. is in August um mm-hmm. but no one kind of knew it was going to turn into this whole big mm-hmm. thing like the world will just come to a stop for months on mm-hmm. end if not like over a year mm-hmm. um so yeah we had to deal with that so I actually postponed my wedding in May um because okay. my mom um usually mom's always right and mine is always right and I always <laughs> have this fear but I don't actually listen to her like it, something bad is just gonna happen and I'm so glad I did because she's always right <laughs> she telling me like in March as soon as the lockdown was out she need to postpone the wedding I was like no let's just wait oh. out let's wait until the end yeah. of May. May but at the very start of May I had to obviously postpone mm. um mm. which was just stressful um it was okay the most yeah it's probably one of the most stressful things I've ever done and like considering yeah. you know we've been through things like uh you know like exams uni working mm-hmm. while studying and all that mm-hmm. stuff definitely this whole postponing the wedding was just stress on a whole other level yeah yeah um yeah I was emailing suppliers the day that I <laughs> the day that I postponed at about 4 a.m so I was on the phone to my fiance who lives abroad in Canada um mm-hmm. I was on the phone to him at 4am thinking yeah I think we're gonna have to postpone I'm gonna do this this and this um I'm gonna have to email all of our suppliers I'm gonna have to email all your suppliers as well like the things that you like or your family were sorting out as well Mm -hmm. um 
and I was doing that at 4am and then come 9am I was still logged on like for a full day of work and I'm like hmm no one's come back to me yet my mum was like you need to chill out you've emailed people at 4am on a normal work day like people are now working from like commitments and stuff and everything like they're not going to come back to you as soon Mm -hmm. as like you've sent an email like this is the start Mm -hmm. of the working day you need to chill out Mm -hmm. I did not chill out um Mm -hmm. My main concern was we only had literally one date to work with because the Godwara was fully booked. Our um, venue only had certain dates available and just Mm -hmm. lining up, you know, your whole list of suppliers Mm -hmm. was just proving very difficult because I think at that time a lot of people were changing around their dates. Mm -hmm. Um, And I literally had that one date because obviously some of the venues that I'd picked, well, the venue that I'd picked and the Godwara, um, Mm -hmm. I picked um, primarily because... um, my dad's on a wheelchair so I kind of needed mm-hmm. somewhere that he's familiar with and that is very accessible mm-hmm. for him and mm-hmm. I kind of didn't want to lose out obviously on the deposits for that and also you know yeah. having to find another venue that's equally suitable it just wasn't going to happen because obviously 2021 calendar was booked up uh, mm-hmm. as well at that time like we wouldn't have got a date until like maybe mm-hmm. next year or, or beyond mm-hmm. um so yeah we were going to get married last year didn't happen most stressful period postponing and trying to get on with life but mm-hmm. we're still here and we still don't know any better that's that's the worst yeah, thing I know it is I think it's sort of that situation where it's like you have to laugh or you'll cry yeah on Instagram today sorry I think mm-hmm. I tagged you in the post as well is yeah. um there was this post that um a couple of the girls that I've got to know through social media over the past year mm-hmm. or so um mm-hmm. and more recently actually um you know where we're grateful for the girls I don't really know us that well personally but we've mm-hmm. met through social media and we're sort mm-hmm. of you know hyping them up and supporting their businesses or their yeah. ventures etc um mm-hmm. and I think that's the one positive thing that amongst all of this yeah. stress and this mayhem and stuff mm-hmm. um you know although we were locked down we weren't able to physically go out and meet new people mm-hmm. like we usually would mm-hmm. I think social media has played a really key role in actually bringing Definitely. a lot of people from different backgrounds different places yeah. um mm-hmm. together Mm-hmm. um so I'd say that's been a really positive thing I've actually like made friends with other COVID yeah. brides and we've kind of formed our little like solidarity groups and stuff yeah offering yeah. each other advice and yeah. in a weird True. way it's kind of like a, it's a it's a nice thing to have come out of all of the all of the yeah craziness. definitely no that's really good and um, it's really good to hear to be honest because I think um a, a big fat Indian wedding like is enough to impact your mental health and enough to like give you anxiety yeah. So to have that on top of a pandemic is just, I I can't even really put it into words because it is so, like, beyond difficult. I think the challenges that you face are just incredible. Like, things that kind of you wouldn't even expect. And even things that you'd think during a pandemic, they won't be as difficult or some things will maybe be toned down aren't. And they're actually instead heightened. And I definitely think for the bride, that's really like a hard thing to overcome because you're having to deal with every kind of bullet um, kind of shot at you, really. Yeah, no, definitely. So I, I agree. Really hard. It was, yeah, definitely. Because so when I, when, when did we post? So we posted in May at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was working, obviously, full time. Um, mm-hmm. And I was working to qualify as a lawyer. Um, yeah. So I also had like courses and stuff to do in between as well. Um, so I was trying to deal with all of that as well as postpone a wedding mm-hmm. um, and so my dad then got hospitalized in July um, mm-hmm. he had, he's had dementia for a number of years now um, mm-hmm. and he sort of he doesn't communicate he, he can't move either so he's mm-hmm. very dependent 
on on myself, mom and the carers um, at home mm-hmm. that he has. Um, and he was hospitalized for two weeks in July, uh, mm-hmm. which was absolutely heartbreaking because obviously at that time you had this fear of, you know, he's going to get admitted to a hospital. And we were hearing mm-hmm. of, you know, people contracting the virus in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and particularly in dad's case, because he couldn't speak and he couldn't mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. for himself. So mm-hmm. having him taken away for two weeks, knowing that he's yeah. not got anyone with him and we weren't allowed to visit no matter how much we yeah. did, there was just yeah. nothing. I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous that we weren't allowed. But yeah. having to deal with that, um, mm-hmm. and then having to come home and obviously his conditions deteriorated even more, that was more difficult. Mm-hmm. And then I was mm-hmm. thinking, actually, you know what? Um, if I was due to get married in August, like how would I have dealt with this? So maybe, yeah. you know, the reason why yeah. we won't ever know why how, or how. Yeah, yeah, out, you yeah. Know, try and look for a silver lining wherever you can yeah um, and then obviously dealing with that and then obviously um I hadn't then seen my fiance since I think April was when you went back to um to Canada last year mm-hmm. um I've still not seen him in person since so mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's just one of those things it's like it's not just the whole you know it's not just the wedding like I keep mm-hmm. hearing on the news or whatever you know like why are so people so obsessed with getting a definitive date yeah when yeah opening like weddings are just one big party like they're really mm-hmm. not no, um, no. it's literally Especially in our culture I think yeah I think people miss out the fact that yeah you've got to you you've got to carry on your life at the end of the day and exactly. it's very like taboo to kind of move in with your partner and um, unmarried or like have kids or whatever that or that type of stuff is very taboo in our culture and it's sad because it means that those who have been waiting to get married and haven't been able to are stuck yeah. in limbo really aren't you because yeah. it's not just a matter of you getting married it's actually a matter of you like moving your job like changing it like where you live like packing up your whole life and everything and there's so much more to it than just getting married so I definitely do think the way it's been dealt with overall like government um from the government downwards to be honest has been very much as like we're saying a wedding is a party what's your problem yeah but it's not even now all. like my reception venue has been allowed to open mm-hmm. since the 17th of May and they've hosted like bingo and games nights and like all the yeah. other events 400 yeah. like people capacity and I'm thinking wow. okay if that's allowed and they're all people you know that are sitting um tables that are still quite close to each other they're not even yeah. like you know the two meters apart or anything yeah. and they've got all the protocols in place to be you know mm-hmm. a COVID safe venue mm-hmm. as it mm-hmm. um why can't we then have why our wedding really yeah. like we know our families we know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we know like the majority of my family you know like they've got kids so they're testing themselves tw- like twice or more mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah testing kids my mom works in the school as well so like she's yeah. got to deal with well and obviously mm-hmm. we're overly cautious anyway because of having dad as a mm-hmm. single person mm-hmm. uh, and obviously we know what our immediate family you know are mm-hmm. like and who they mix with and we can trust mm-hmm. that and make our own judgment yeah, yeah. definitely are appropriate but it's like we're not allowed to so on like one hand they're saying we're gonna have to yeah. learn how to virus and then on the second time it's like okay well how because you're not really giving mm. us the option to do. yeah you're right, it is literally putting people on hold like yes we do want to celebrate our weddings mm-hmm. but i mean for me personally the non-garage means more than like the civil yeah but i agree obviously yeah. at this point in time not mm-hmm. being say has caused so many mm-hmm. issues yeah. the simple fact that i cannot visit him because i'm actually legally not his spouse at the minute yeah um and like you know like immigration statuses and stuff of it, like yeah. and the rules that each country has and mm-hmm. the testing stuff like it's mm-hmm. just there are so many hurdles to jump through yeah. and this is just definitely. as you said it's just amplified those issues yeah yeah no definitely so how have you found kind of the long distance and then planning a wedding and you literally can't do anything 
book talk online like how have you found that yeah uh, I'll be honest so when I postponed I got mm-hmm. all the dates in the diary I lined up all my suppliers and and mm-hmm. you know that was that was that I didn't do anything wedding related for a good few months like I didn't start picking mm-hmm. it up until around Christmas time again yeah. um and purely a because the fact that I just there was almost like an apathy like I just felt mm-hmm. like the joy had just been sucked out of yeah. like, you know what's meant to be yeah. one of the best days of your life yeah um so there, there was that as well as the fact that I just had so much other stuff going on you know like work wise mm-hmm. family wise mm-hmm. and just generally trying to keep sane like in, mm-hmm. in lockdown because yeah. yeah. obviously we've literally been in like perpetual lockdown it's been one after the other it's, yeah. there's been any form of normality until now things are starting to feel yeah. like it's starting to feel a bit more normal yeah that's taken some getting used to because obviously you've been mm-hmm. used to down for a whole year yeah yeah I used to be really social and I loved going out and I'm trying to get back to that but it's yeah yeah it's hard um, yeah and so so yeah I kind of like forgot about the not forgot but kind of just left the wedding stuff to a side to a point where I knew I then had to pick it up and then I would um but it was every time I talked to my partner you know it's the the main Mm -hmm. thing like what do you think is going to happen with our wedding and I was like you know what I really want to talk about it yeah yeah. um because we don't know anything right now we don't know yeah. that we'll just revisit yeah. it when it comes close to time and now we are close yeah. to time we still don't know any better and it's yeah. just yeah. so it's stressful it's heartbreaking it's a number of things like there are yeah. so many mixed yeah. emotions at the minute um, but I think with the long distance what kind of changes I we literally made time to speak to each other like every day almost mm. that never really happened because obviously before like he would be working I'd be working the time yeah. different yeah. get in the way it wasn't really practical mm-hmm. but obviously working from home mm. I could just like log off in the evening and then it's morning yeah. for him like the start of his yeah. day so I could get some some time in there and I think yeah. it's just I don't know I think a lot of people say like distance makes the heart grow fonder um which I think is true <laughs> to an extent yeah but also the fact that like I think it's really key in like when I guess either you're picking a partner or you're getting to know your partner like you mm. kind of know who you feel safe with and you kind of know like mm-hmm. no matter what happens you're mm-hmm. still going to make it work with this person mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like what happened with us it's like okay we yeah. literally like as you said like every single bullet of the gun has been shot on us by mm-hmm. now like you know you can't get married you can't see each other like nothing yeah. no positive yeah. news for like months and months on end to a, mm-hmm. a year um but it's just kind of I don't know if I, I guess it's kind of like trying to make yourself stay sane and also just know and have faith in the fact that things will work out and if you want them yeah. to work out obviously with this particular person that you know you put every effort in that's going to happen yeah. to you no matter what yeah um Definitely. so it was difficult because I mean like yeah. you know how do you not see someone that you're that close to for over a year mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but you just have to literally try in the circumstances yeah. the best that you can like I know people that you know their partners are in England just another different yeah. part of England maybe like a few hundred miles away or even less yeah because of we couldn't visit you each other couldn't really. people, yeah, yeah. and they've yeah. been having virtual dates and all that as well so it's yeah, just like yeah it's kind of my mum kept repeating was, this to me as well she was like you're yeah. not alone like you're not the yeah only one. I was just gonna say it, it was weird because everybody was just the same yeah it might if you were in a different country or down the road and it I think that's somewhat bad. comforting to hear like even though it's a really you know rubbish situation for everyone to be in it's comforting to know that you're not the only one going through it and like I said that's kind of led us to connect with people yeah that's kind of led yeah. us to like, like you Definitely. and I have connected over this as well like mm-hmm. it's just things that we can all relate to and just kind of make it easier if anything to get by mm-hmm. what would you say has kind of been the most difficult part of actually postponing the wedding 
So kind of like talking to suppliers, talking to family, mental health, like what would you kind of weigh up as the most difficult and how would you kind of change that for the people? Like what tips would you give? So I would definitely say the mental health side of things has been the mm-hmm. worst. Um, talking to suppliers has not been bad, um, although mm-hmm. it was kind of difficult trying to get everyone lined up for the same day and, you know, making mm-hmm. sure everything still works. Um, yeah. Sorry, I think I've got a flight in here. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, that was not as difficult. So I think in terms of tips, like to kind of like help, hopefully we won't have any more lockdowns like this, of course, mm-hmm. and that people won't need to go through this again. But I guess even generally for weddings when it comes to picking your suppliers go with your gut go with who you feel comfortable with make the time to you know obviously now it's probably virtual meetings but you can probably meet Mm -hmm. them in person to really get a feel for what they're like and the kind of services that they offer um Mm -hmm. and go with who you feel with is most comfortable so I've literally the suppliers that I've gone with I've met with each of them personally mm-hmm. um or they're based off of you know like really good recommendations from people that I trust I think mm-hmm. that helps alleviate a lot of stress later down the line um because then you're yeah. not dealing with any like last minute surprises you kind of know the person you trust them you know what their work mm-hmm. is like even if you're looking on social media and trying to suss out your suppliers have a look yeah. at the tag photos I've been doing that a lot yeah. so of course look on their profile and look at the amazing work they've done um, yeah. But then also go into the tag and like kind of look for like the real brides and grooms that have had them. Yeah. You know, how are they bad, portraying yeah. them online? Yeah. Um, look for any like reviews and stuff or ask around, yeah. speak to other people um, mm-hmm. that may have heard of them or used them before. Mm-hmm. That definitely helps because with me, I'm touch wood. Um, I'm quite happy with the supplies that I've got because I know mm-hmm. when I trust them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the venue that I'm dealing with, I've known the events manager there for years and she's mm-hmm. been doing events with me for like years as well. So mm-hmm. that helps. You know, my decor guy, I've used him for my engagement. My, my cousins yeah. have used him, like he's trusted, he's well known. Um, yeah. It's just little things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I guess that's the whole like the postponing side of things. I like, just keep open communication with them. Um, check in every now and then like don't Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't do what I did whereas you postpone and then you leave it months but to be honest last year was a bit different because I postponed in May and then Mm -hmm. obviously smaller weddings were happening um Mm -hmm. somewhat um but then obviously everything got locked down again by like November Mm -hmm. time as well because I remember one of my friends Mm -hmm. had to literally (laughs) she had her civil wedding and she was meant to have her Hindu wedding the week after she had to literally you know (laughs) completely replan our wedding in the space of two days um just to do it in time for you know before before another lockdown and mm-hmm. I think it's really important to have people that you know and trust like I said and also to keep mm-hmm. open communication with them so yeah. you know do try and check in with your suppliers every now and then like now they're probably mm-hmm. inundated anyway because hopefully mm-hmm. in, in summer they'll have more bookings and people have started mm-hmm. to do other events etc on the weekends mm-hmm. and stuff so they'll be busier but it's always helpful to check in with them and see if they're on the same page um mm-hmm. um and then I guess yeah so I think the biggest thing for me was the mental health side of things so knowing that mm-hmm. I had the dates in the diary and everything was mm-hmm. lined up and you know mm-hmm. outfits were getting made this that and the other you know we're getting bits together I was still stressed because the shops here had shut obviously like mm-hmm. non-essential retail mm-hmm. only opened back up yeah. in April and I'm one of those people that I need to physically see and feel things before I buy yeah. them rather than online, particularly when it comes to like, you know, Indian things like wedding stuff. Because yeah. yeah. um, obviously our whole intention was to go to India last year to mm-hmm. go shopping because that's just, that's what our family's always done. Like, yeah. so 
my mom's family is from Dili and that's like my favorite place to go shopping and I had like a list of all the stores that I was going to go to like where I was going to get my outfits from all the designers that I was going to go and meet and none of that happened like that in itself was like probably a big disappointment as well rather than the wedding happening alone so you know you had you've kind of sacrificed things already when you're wedding like you're not going to do shopping normally or enjoy it like you can't take bridesmaids with you you can't take you know you have a lot or do like a hen do or anything like that yeah little things like like that little things that you'd want to have yeah um and I think that that's the other bit where people don't actually realize it's more than just the wedding day itself there's so much in the the leader yeah that you're meant to enjoy and like as brides you know we plan every single detail and we've just been able to do it or we've been able to do it and then like the plans have just been completely decimated yeah or even just like had to do it like by yourself, whereas normally you would have done it with your friends and family. Even yeah, that so is like, like so. It's more depressing than anything because it's yeah. like I'm supposed to be really enjoying this moment. And exactly, not. That's what and I I, think that's I felt really. like that so many times throughout the past year. Yeah. Like, you know, it's my wedding. I should be enjoying this. Why am I not? Yeah. Why is it actually? Like, I feel like it's more hassle than it's worth, and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be feeling like that because I'm one of those people like. I love planning events and I love hosting yeah. events um like yeah. any of my friends and family can say like I always make a big deal like even if it's like a little birthday do for someone like the little details I love that yeah. kind of stuff um and even with my outfit like um my yeah. bridal outfit I've designed from scratch with my designers in Dili luckily mm-hmm. that got sorted out way before the pandemic hit yeah but obviously okay. getting it over here was another stress mm-hmm um but luckily you know again like I said like my suppliers made it work so mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough to go yeah. with supplies that you trust and that you have a good yeah. gut feeling about mm-hmm. um but yeah on the mental health side of things you know despite having everything in order and knowing in the back of your head mm-hmm. that all right you know what whatever happens at least dates are in the diary and I'm yeah. kind of prepared I could, I could get mm-hmm. married like when it comes to it it's still stressful um mm-hmm. I think maybe for me things were heightened by the fact that obviously I had the whole long distance thing to deal with yeah. as well um and yeah. family stuff and you know work mm-hmm. commitments and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. there was a lot going on and I think that heightened it all but I think just generally being in this whole sort of pandemic situation for anyone Mm -hmm. it's just caused so many mental health issues and I think yeah although we talk about it I think it's still quite overlooked because I think people nowadays they like to throw about the they like to throw out the term about you know mental health we should be Mm -hmm. um you know check up on your colleagues check up on your friends mm-hmm. checking on them mm-hmm. like if they've not like you know reached out in a while and stuff mm-hmm. um but then it's so easy to just like do that once and then kind of forget about it yeah um and I'm one of those people that I don't really like asking for help if I'm honest like yeah. if I'm I like to do things um and do it the best I can by yeah. myself and if I'm struggling um you know I'd really want to give it a good whack first before I ask yeah. for help and yeah. I think a lot of people like that you know they find it difficult to ask for help so particularly when it comes yeah. to things like your mental health yeah. um it's not easy to reach out sometimes um Mm-mm. I'm quite lucky in that I've got a really good support group so you know like my fiance mm-hmm. my friends um one mm-hmm. of my friends is actually a clinical psychologist so like whenever I talk to her um, she instantly yeah. just gets it yeah. but then yeah. I don't expect her to be on duty for me yeah. like you know she's yeah. meant to be my friend not like my therapist yeah. or my psychologist um yeah. so it's 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 it, it can be difficult but yeah. I think if you if you're lucky enough to have a good support group yeah really make the most of that because at the end Definitely. of the day if you love and trust those people they're there for you mm-hmm. and you're there for them Definitely. so it Definitely. will never be too much of a task for someone that genuinely mm-hmm. cares about you and mm-hmm. if you don't feel comfortable reaching out or you don't have that support group in place then there are obviously other resources that you can look yeah. into online yeah. um, and it's just about literally letting go of that fear of 
having to mm-hmm. reach out like don't think of it as mm-hmm. a bad thing mm-hmm. um if anything it's gonna you know it's gonna help you you'll end up yeah. being better and then things will just slowly start to get better for you once you get the help that you need yeah. involved so I think really don't overlook that and I think the other thing that came out of last year is that you really need to make time for yourself mm-hmm. um people you say this to me all the time it's like even when I when I was like studying and part-time and working full-time they were like mm-hmm. how do you deal with this and how do you deal with mm-hmm. everything going on at home and then you just walk into work and you're like fine and I was like if anything this is my break like I enjoy coming to yeah. work because it's kind of like a break away from everything yeah. else that's going on which is a weird way of thinking about things yeah. I guess but it's <laughs> it just felt like that at the time the thing is really I think good. at that point I didn't really appreciate the dangers of getting burnt out mm-hmm. um and that happened like last year that, yeah. that did actually happen and I didn't realize I was like how can I be burnt out if I'm not commuting mm-hmm. to work I'm not really mm-hmm. going out much like how can I be burnt yeah. out by just sitting at home but it's possible mental yeah. exhaustion is Your mental thing. capacity yeah. is, pro- is probably I think that's probably what the pandemic has caused the most stuff just genuine mental exhaustion for everybody if you're working from home your your office is in your living room or in your bedroom that is that's personally I work in a school I have not worked at home throughout any of this but that is my worst nightmare 100% agree you have to make sure you're taking time for yourself and you have to do what is in your best interest so if like doing something that you enjoy is your way of like relaxing and having your downtime do that yeah. whatever it is I did that I, I would just like I would just log off and then I'd be like okay I'm gonna make some food that I like or order something that I like yeah um, or like you know even if it's like the usual like self-care um that's yeah. something to yeah. about like you know face masks and stuff whatever yeah. makes you feel yeah. good like just do that yeah. or if it's you know, 100% if it's FaceTime call with like a good friend or a partner yeah. or someone do that. yeah but I think another thing that I was quite mindful of at the time was the content that I was consuming so mm-hmm. there was a point where I was obsessed with reading what's on mm-hmm. the news then I was like you know what no yeah it's yeah. like fear monger because mm-hmm. when I went back and like read the stats myself I'm actually thinking mm-hmm. like you know how they were reporting like oh we've had so many deaths in one day but then you actually yeah. look at the NHS data and it's like okay these deaths happened but it's only because like, it's the difference between the the date where they were reported and the date of mm-hmm. the actual death mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when you look at that it's actually okay I can actually like understand that now yeah, um, yeah. so then there came a point where I was like I have to stop literally being obsessed yeah with definitely no good for my mental health yeah I also then had to stop you know the content on social media as well like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes I wouldn't want to look at overly positive things because that mm-hmm. that's just kind of like a false reality to me because yeah. I'm yeah it's okay to accept that you're actually not feeling okay it's okay yeah, to definitely that aren't okay at the moment and that they will get better but there's no point mm-hmm. creating this false sense of posit- positivity yeah um I, I i can't like mm. i can't relate to that anyway yeah. um and then there were things about you know like how people were just sort of hating on like the rich and famous for carrying on with their their lives mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. i think just be mindful of what you're consuming because at the end of the day that mm-hmm. might consume definitely 100%. it's definitely a good idea sometimes just to switch off from it log off put it to the side because like you say it is it's a false narrative online and it's so easy to project and it's so easy to show so everybody that you're fine when sometimes you're not yeah and exactly. I think it's really really I think it's really positive to acknowledge sometimes that actually no it's really bloody hard to plan a wedding and then go through a pandemic and yeah only people who have done that will get it <laughs> 
<laughs> that's true because you already said like wedding planning in itself is stressful enough that's and now you've got definitely. to deal with it in this situation that we've never had definitely. to face before no one's had mm-hmm. to really face before and nobody and knows literally exactly like, no that's one. the other no thing no one can say this is the right way to do it and this is the wrong way everyone exactly. just has their way of doing it and that's fine yeah exactly well, definitely well, yeah i think yeah i think the most important thing though is is in all of this madness is that you've got to look after yourself because obviously without yeah. you and without your health then there's no wedding so yeah i think so that's true. the other thing like you've got to have the bigger picture in mind so when you spoke about yeah. you know how it was long distance mm-hmm. and stuff again you've got to have mm-hmm. that big picture in mind because mm-hmm. actually this is the here and now but yes. things will be getting better and this yeah. is actually what i'm Definitely. building towards. and it's always Definitely. so good to have that um sort of at the back of your head or you know just bring it to the front sometimes to kind mm-hmm. of remind you about where you're heading and that this too yes. shall pass like it will get better definitely. It, definitely. it's hard to believe that sometimes but it will mm-hmm. yeah no definitely um what I was going to ask you was is there anything you would change in kind of the whole process of planning and postponing but I feel like I've got an inkling of what that would be for you anyway but let me know what you think you'd change Ooh, no, I want to know what your inkling is now. <laughs> my my inkling is that I think you would change kind of your stress threshold and just try and like <laughs> yeah, bring, you it, know. bring it down a little bit so that you're not emailing surprise at four o'clock in the morning and just sort of yeah. take a step back. <laughs> yeah. So it's exactly that. Um, yeah. I'm a bit of a control freak anyway. I have sort mm-hmm. of OCD about some things as That's, well. So do I, hun. Uh, so do I. That's I- why I guessed it. Whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, like I'm quite detail oriented. Um yeah. yeah. Also I'm a lawyer, right? So I love yeah. to get things in writing and like being really the nitty gritty. Right? <laughs> yeah, the the small print. I'm like oh, yeah. I'm that. So um all of that <laughs> basically mm-hmm. combined doesn't make for yeah. a very bride. Not that yeah. brides aren't recipe anyway, but obviously yeah. I'm on the upper scale here because I've already yeah. my baseline is already like this level of stress and I'm like Yeah. Okay, so no. definitely that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point in making a surprise at four a.m. There's no point yeah. in like chasing them four hours later for a response. Yeah, their laptops of the day. Like mm-hmm. I think maybe you know, like you said, like no one knows how to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. It's so new for mm-hmm. everyone. And mm-hmm. granted, you know, there are going to be people like me. There are also going to be people mm-hmm. on the other end of the spectrum who are going to be like oh forget it we'll just deal with it yeah yeah Yeah. and that's fine you know everyone's different (laughs) and that's fine but I know I can't be that person yeah yeah but definitely I think I would probably try and just keep reminding myself that look you're not the only one this is happening to yeah the suppliers are going through it as much as you are and I have every sympathy for the industry because obviously like um I've got to know so many suppliers now, you know, mm-hmm. be it through through modeling or through mm-hmm. my own wedding planning or um, mm-hmm. other family and friends wedding planning. Like um they're going through it as much as we are, you know, they're actually making mm-hmm. like huge financial losses as well. Yeah. As, you know, like yeah. we're scared of losing deposits, yeah. they're also scared of losing our deposits yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and it's just been an industry that's literally been decimated now by the yeah. pandemic. There's been, been no real guidance for it. It's literally mm-hmm. You know, hospitality is slowly opening up, this, that, the other travellers yeah. shut down for reasons that we all understand. But yeah. for weddings, like, it just I feel like sense. it has sort of been neglected a lot. And it yeah, comes back definitely. to the point of what you made, that people do think a wedding is just a party. People yeah. don't really acknowledge that there's so much to that wedding. It is like when a I ceremony. Saw... And in a culture like ours, it is the, the sort of permission and the, 
you know to, yeah. to carry on with the I rest think for of your a lot life. of couples yeah like a lot of couples yeah. don't have you know um families like mine or, or mm. yours maybe that are more understanding and are more sort mm-hmm. of forward thinking in mm-hmm. in like how mm. you said about these like taboo, taboo subjects sorry like you know yeah. living together before you're married and stuff mm-hmm. like for some families that's just not a thing yeah. like, that's just not yeah. gonna happen yeah. and I really feel for those couples because obviously it must be like mm. 10 times worse for them you know yeah it's so important to keep yourself sane and like mm. where you can minimize stress so even for me even yes. though I am that person that's you know takes on stress and then I can't yeah. deal with it I think mm-hmm. looking back now if this was to ever happen again and it was mm-hmm. um you know a family or family member or a friend that was getting married mm-hmm. I would literally just say to them do not do what I did yeah yeah <laughs> please look after <laughs> just avoid that literally. yeah um, and hindsight is a wonderful thing like I can look back now and say yeah mm-hmm. I would do this differently you know like yeah. I would prioritize this um over you know like wedding planning and stuff or mm-hmm. just trying to get mm-hmm avoid getting caught up in all the stresses and mm-hmm. stuff um and it's just important for you to sort of know yourself know your limits mm-hmm. and just take that break when you have yeah. to because literally burnout is just not fun like mm-hmm. if I didn't get COVID luckily mm-hmm. last year or, or now so luckily I've not had that virus but burnt being burnt out mm-hmm. is going to cause you health problems like physically yeah. it takes a massive yeah. toll on your health and yeah you really need to sort of like be mindful of that because yeah. you know the wedding can wait but your health can't like you have to make a priority 100%. and I think that has yeah. been emphasized over the last year or so but I think yeah still for us like it's just one of those things like you don't think about it, you'll be like yeah, yeah I'm fine I'm fine get on with it mm. and then until that time it happens and you're completely like yeah what is you're going on the point of, everything yeah. you're panicking yeah. it's horrible yeah. and you don't want to be mm-hmm. in that position at all mm-hmm. no definitely you don't Covid has literally brought out the both sides of people. Like you've seen the best oh, yeah, and the worst in people, sure. and yeah. literally, you know, like judge you because we've yeah. been through it, and it's something that you don't want to go through again. And mm-hmm. it's just something that we've got to deal with, but you've got to deal with yeah. it in the best way for you. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. like I said, be mindful of the content that you're consuming. Don't let it consume you. Um, and I think it's just generally being mindful in everything that you do. Um, yeah. Definitely. wedding planning work whatever know your limits and know when to take a step back and just ask for help because I think workplaces now like family mm-hmm. friends everyone's kind of more clued on to this whole like you know being yeah. aware of your mental health and like your mental I capacity. feel like a lot of people are a lot more understanding now as well definitely because because of this experience so if you weren't if you hadn't ever experienced anxiety before there's a high chance during the pandemic you've probably had some feeling of anxiousness so I think it's made us all quite aware of different things and maybe realize oh that's what so-and-so was talking about I just had that feeling in my tummy where yeah exactly you know what I mean and I feel like people have probably opened up a lot more to that idea of oh okay you were feeling anxious or you were feeling like this that and that and just going I I get it a little bit more now and so I feel like the the pandemic's probably opened us all up to that I think which is good to be honest and it's I agree. amazing thing yeah at least we can all open you have a conversation definitely and just sort of try and help each other as much as we can but that's it when is your new wedding date so it's soon it's in a few weeks now um, okay Wicked. This course. so it yeah again um, we don't know what's going on but okay we're just kind of going so is it flow. after the june 21st yeah okay cool so so my fingers holes everything's crossed for you thank you um, so much i honestly wish you all the best 
hopefully it all goes ahead and you'll be fine so thank I'm you. sending all my positive vibes your way <laughs> no thank you I really appreciate it yeah because literally I didn't say you could be planning for a completely different wedding to what you had in mind and it's just yeah. about knowing but yeah literally just going with the flow accepting things yeah, as they are just definitely. trying to make the best of it really definitely. and I think that's what everyone's doing and that's definitely what I, I wish so. you all the best Sim. I will speak to you soon okay thank you so much for this chat thank you Sandeep and thank you for creating this platform where we can just come on and talk about these things um I oh. think it's absolutely amazing so I can't wait to see what else you've got in store <laughs> thank you I'll speak All to right. you soon okay bye bye hi everyone and welcome back to another series of BAM Talks today I'm talking to Simran who'll be talking to us about planning and phoning a wedding during the pandemic as you can all imagine that is an eventful experience to say the least. <laughs> Hi Simran, how Hello. are you doing today? Good, thank you, how are you? Good, good, I'm well, thank you. I'm interested to talk to you about this conversation because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people will probably be able to relate to and you can give me some tips and advice. So I'm interested to get into it. So I know we've like had our conversation beforehand but if you just let everybody know, when was your original wedding date? So we were meant to get married last summer um, in August. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously the pandemic hit in like March. Um, it was a bit of an awkward time because basically I had returned from Canada in January. And mm-hmm. um, when I got back to the UK, like, I, I saw like a couple of articles about this like coronavirus thing happening in mm-hmm. China, but it hadn't really blown up in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um didn't really think much of it until obviously it hit March mm-hmm. um I work um I think it was like the end of that the second week of March we got an mm-hmm. email saying you know we're going to trial this working from home in light of like this um increasing situation around Covid mm-hmm. um and I was like oh okay what's going on <laughs> it's really strange because we literally <laughs> said oh yeah we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we left the office and obviously it had been like well over a year we're still not oh my god it. <laughs> but um so that happened and the next day so that weekend my fiance was actually meant to fly back to England so that we mm-hmm. could go and give notice for our civil ceremony so mm-hmm. we went and do that at the end of March um mm-hmm. and we had the appointment booked and everything and the day before we went to go and give notice at our town hall um mm-hmm. our got cancelled because Boris Johnson had announced lockdown um and mm-hmm. we were meant to have like our pre-shoot that day as well like straight after giving notice none of that happened yeah. I still have the two like ASOS dresses I ordered for the pre-shoot still fully wrapped. I've not even opened them oh yet. Oh my god, no. <laughs> They're still upstairs in my room. Um and then yeah, so we were kind of getting nervous, like, you know, like we've not been mm. able to give them here, mm-hmm. on. At that time, I think a lot of suppliers, you know, I remember meeting up with our DJ just before the lockdown was announced and he was like, you know, we're expecting to get back to weddings around August time. Um, so you should be fine because obviously our date mm. is in um, but mm-hmm. no one kind of knew it was going to turn into this whole big mm-hmm. thing. Like the world will just come to a stop for months on mm-hmm. end, if not like over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we had to deal with that. So I actually postponed my wedding in May because um, okay. my mom um, usually mom's are always right and mine is always right, and I always <laughs> have this fear. But I don't actually listen to her. Like it, something bad is just going to happen, and I'm so glad I did because she's always right. <laughs> literally telling me like in March as soon as the lockdown was out she need to postpone the wedding I was like no let's just wait it out let's wait until the end of May May. but at the very start of May I had to obviously postpone Mm. um Mm. 
which was just stressful. Um, it was okay. the most, yeah, it's probably one of the most stressful things I've ever done. And like considering, yeah. you know, we've been through things like, uh, you know, like exams, uni, working mm-hmm. while studying and all that mm-hmm. sort of, definitely this whole postponing the wedding was just stress on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was emailing suppliers the day that I... <laughs> The day that I postponed at about 4 a.m. So I was on the phone to my fiance who lives abroad in Canada. Um, mm. I was on the phone to him at 4 a.m. thinking, yeah, I think we're going to have to postpone. I'm going to do this, this and this. Um, I'm going to have to email all of our suppliers. I'm going to have to email all your suppliers as well, like the things that you like or your family were sorting out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing that at 4 a.m. And then come 9 a.m. I was still logged on like for a full day of work. And I'm like, hmm, no one's come back to me yet. And mum was like, you need to chill out. You've emailed people yeah. at 4 a.m. on a normal work day. Like, people are now working yeah. from, like, new commitments and stuff and everything. Like, they're not mm. going to come back to you as soon mm. as, like, you've sent an email. Like, this is the start mm. of the working day. You need to chill out. Mm-hmm. I did not chill out. Um, mm-hmm. My main concern was we only had literally one date to work with because the Gordwara was fully booked. Our um, venue only had certain dates available and just Mm -hmm. lining up, you know, your whole list of suppliers Mm -hmm. was just proving very difficult because I think at that time a lot of people were changing around their dates. Mm -hmm. Um, And I literally had that one date because obviously some of the venues that I'd picked, well, the venue that I'd picked and the Godwara, um, Mm -hmm. I picked um, primarily because um, my dad's on a wheelchair. So I kind of needed somewhere that he's familiar with and that is very accessible Mm -hmm. for him. And Mm -hmm. I kind of didn't want to lose out, obviously, on the deposits for that and also you know yeah. having to find another venue that's equally suitable it just wasn't going to happen because obviously 2021 calendar was booked up uh, mm-hmm. as well at that time like we wouldn't have got a date until like maybe mm-hmm. next year or beyond mm-hmm. um so yeah we were going to get married last year didn't happen most stressful period of postponing and trying to get on with life but mm-hmm. we're still here and we still don't know any better that's that's the worst yeah, thing I know it is, I think it's sort of that situation where it's like you have to laugh or you'll cry yeah on Instagram today sorry I think mm-hmm. I tagged you in the post as well is yeah. um there was this post that um a couple of the girls that I've got to know through social media over the past year mm-hmm. or so um mm-hmm. and more recently actually um you know where we're grateful for the girls that don't really know us that well personally but we've mm-hmm. met through social media and we're sort mm-hmm. of you know hyping them up and supporting their businesses or their yeah. ventures etc um mm-hmm. and I think that's the one positive thing that amongst all of this yeah. stress and this mayhem and stuff mm-hmm. um you know although we were locked down we weren't able to physically go out and meet new people mm-hmm. like we usually would mm-hmm. I think social media has played a really key role in actually bringing Definitely. a lot of people from different backgrounds different places yeah. um mm-hmm. together Mm-hmm. um so I'd say that's been a really positive thing I've actually like made friends with other COVID yeah. brides and we've kind of formed our little like solidarity groups and stuff yeah offering yeah. each other advice and yeah. in a weird True. way it's kind of like a, it's a it's a nice thing to have come out of all of the all of the yeah craziness. definitely no that's really good and um, it's really good to hear to be honest because I think um a, a big fat Indian wedding like is enough to impact your mental health and enough to like give you anxiety yeah. So to have that on top of a pandemic is just, I I can't even really put it into words because it is so, like, beyond difficult. I think the challenges that you face are just incredible. Like, things that kind of you wouldn't even expect. And even things that you'd think during a pandemic, they won't be as difficult or some things will maybe be toned down aren't. And they're actually instead heightened. And 
I definitely think for the bride, that's really like a hard thing to overcome because you're having to deal with every kind of bullet um, kind of shot at you, really. Yeah, no, definitely. I I agree. It was, yeah, definitely. Because so when I, when when did we post? So we posted in May at that time. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I was working, obviously, full time. um, Mm -hmm. And I was working to qualify as a lawyer. Um, So I also had like courses and stuff to do in between as well. Um, so I was trying to deal with all of that as well as postpone a wedding mm-hmm. um, and also my dad then got hospitalised in July um, mm-hmm. he had, he's had dementia for a number of years now um, mm-hmm. and he, sort of, he doesn't communicate he, he can't move either so he's mm-hmm. very dependent on, on myself mom and the carers um, at home mm-hmm. that he has um, and he was hospitalised for two weeks in July uh, mm-hmm. which was absolutely heartbreaking because obviously at that time you had this fear of you know he's going to get admitted to a hospital and we were hearing mm-hmm. of you know people contracting the virus in the hospital yeah. Yeah. Um, and particularly in dad's case because he couldn't speak and he couldn't mm-hmm. move or do anything mm-hmm. for himself so mm-hmm. having him taken away for two weeks knowing that he's yeah. not got anyone with him and we weren't allowed to visit no matter how much we yeah. did there was just yeah. nothing I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous that we weren't allowed but yeah. having to deal with that um mm-hmm. and then from home and obviously his conditions deteriorated even more that was more difficult mm-hmm. and then I was mm-hmm. thinking actually you know what um if I was due to get married in August like how would I have dealt with this so maybe yeah. you know the reason why yeah. we won't ever know why how or how yeah yeah you yeah. know try and look for a silver lining wherever you can yeah um, and then obviously dealing with that and then obviously um I hadn't then seen my fiance since I think April was when you went back to um to Canada last year mm-hmm. um I've still not seen him in person since so mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's just one of those things it's like it's not just the whole you know it's not just a wedding like I keep mm-hmm. hearing on the news or whatever you know like why are so people so obsessed with getting a definitive date yeah, when yeah. Opening, like, weddings are just one big party like they're really mm-hmm. not no um no. it's literally Especially in our culture I think yeah I think people miss out the fact that yeah you've got to you, you've got to carry on your life at the end of the day and exactly. it's very like taboo to kind of move in with your partner um unmarried or like have kids or whatever that or that type of stuff is very taboo in our culture and it's sad because it means that those who have been waiting to get married and haven't been able to are stuck yeah. in limbo really aren't you because yeah. it's not just a matter of you getting married it's actually a matter of you like moving your job like changing it like where you live like packing up your whole life and everything there's so much more to it than just getting married so I definitely do think the way it's been dealt with overall like government um from the government downwards to be honest has been very much as like we're saying a wedding is a party what's your problem yeah but it's not even now like my reception venue has been allowed to open Mm -hmm. since the 17th of May and they've hosted like bingo and games nights and like all these other events 400 yeah. like people capacity and I'm thinking wow. okay if that's allowed and they're all people you know that are sitting um tables that are still quite close to each other they're not even yeah. like you know the two meters apart or anything yeah. and they've got all the protocols in place to be you know mm-hmm. a COVID safe venue mm-hmm. as it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um why can't we then have why our wedding really yeah. like we know our families we know mm-hmm. us, um, and we know like the majority of my family you know like they've got kids so they're testing themselves tw- like twice or more mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah kids my mum works in a school as well so like she's yeah. got to deal with well and obviously mm-hmm. we're overly cautious anyway because of having dad as a single mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we know what our immediate family you know are mm-hmm. like and who they mix with and we can trust mm-hmm. that and make our own judgment yeah, yeah. definitely are appropriate but it's like we're not allowed to so on like one hand they're saying we're gonna have to yeah. learn how to 
virus and then on the second time it's like okay well how because you're not really giving mm-hmm. us the option yeah and you're right, it is literally putting people on hold like yes we do want to celebrate our weddings mm-hmm. but more, i mean for me personally the non-garage means more than like the civil yeah but i agree obviously yeah. at this point in time not mm-hmm. being say has caused so many mm-hmm. issues well, yeah. the simple fact that I cannot visit him because I'm actually legally not his spouse at the minute yeah um and like you know like immigration statuses and stuff of it, like yeah. and the rules that each country has and mm-hmm. the testing and stuff like it's mm-hmm. just there are so many hurdles to jump through yeah. and this is just definitely. as you said it's just amplified those issues yeah yeah no definitely so how have you found kind of the long distance and then planning a wedding and you literally can't do anything but talk online like how have you found that yeah uh, I'll be honest so when I postponed I got mm-hmm. all the dates and I lined up all my suppliers and, and mm-hmm. you know that was that was that I didn't do anything wedding related for a good few months like I didn't start picking mm-hmm. it up until around Christmas time again yeah. um and purely a because the fact that I just there was almost like an apathy like I just felt mm-hmm. like the joy had just been sucked out of yeah. like, you know what's meant to be yeah. one of the best days of your life yeah um so there, there was that as well as the fact that I just had so much other stuff going on you know like work mm-hmm. wise mm-hmm. family wise mm-hmm. and just generally trying to keep sane like in, mm-hmm. in lockdown because yeah. yeah. obviously we've literally been in like perpetual lockdown it's been one after the other and yeah. there's not been any form of normality until now things are starting to feel yeah. like it's starting to feel a bit more normal yeah that's taken some getting used to because obviously you've been mm-hmm. used to down for a whole year yeah so yeah I used to be really social and I loved going out yeah. and now I'm trying to get back to that but it's yeah just, yeah it's hard um, yeah and yeah. so so yeah I kind of like forgot about the not forgot but kind of just left the wedding stuff to a side to a back. point where yeah. I knew I then had to pick it up and then I would yeah. um but it was every time I talked to my partner you know it's the, it's the main mm. thing like what do you think is going to happen with our wedding and I was like you know what I really yeah. want to talk about it yeah yeah. Um, because we don't know anything right now. We don't know yeah. that we'll just revisit yeah. it when it comes close to time. And now we are close yeah. to time. We still don't know any better. And it's yeah. just yeah. so, it's stressful. It's heartbreaking. It's a number of things. Like there are yeah. so many mixed yeah. emotions at the minute. Um, but I think with the long distance, what kind of changes, I, we literally made time to speak to each other like every day. Almost. Mm. That never really happened because obviously before like he would be working, I'd be working. The time yeah. difference yeah. get in the way. It wasn't really practical. Mm-hmm. But obviously working from home, I could just like log off in the evening and then it's morning yeah. for him, like the start of his yeah. day. So I could get some some time in there. Good, and I think yeah. it's just, I don't know. I think a lot of people say like distance makes the heart grow fonder, um, which I think is true <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. But also the fact that like, I think it's really key in like when I guess either you're picking your partner, or you're getting to know your partner, like you mm. kind of know who you feel safe with and you kind of know like mm-hmm. no matter what happens, you're mm-hmm. still going to make it work with this person mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like what happened with us it's like okay we yeah. literally like as you said like every single bullet of the gun has been shot on us by mm-hmm. now like you know you can't get married you can't see each other like nothing yeah. no positive yeah. news for like months and months on end up to a, about mm-hmm. a year um but it's just kind of I don't know if I, I guess it's kind of like trying to make yourself stay sane and also just know and have faith in the fact that things will work out and if you want them yeah. to work out obviously with this particular person that you know you put every effort in that's going to happen yeah. to you no matter what yeah um Definitely. so it was difficult because I mean like yeah. you know how do you not see someone that you're that close to for over a year mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
but you just have to literally try in the circumstances yeah. the best that you can like I know people that you know their partners are in England just another different yeah. part of England maybe like a few hundred miles away or even less yeah because of lockdowns we couldn't visit you each other couldn't visit, yeah, yeah. and they've yeah. been having virtual dates and all that as well so it's yeah. just like yeah it's kind of my mum kept repeating was, this to me as well she was like you're yeah. not alone like you're not the yeah only one. I was just gonna say it, it was weird because everybody was just the same yeah it might you were in a different country or down the road and I think that's somewhat comforting to hear like even though it's a really you know rubbish situation for everyone to be in it's comforting to know that you're not the only one going through it and like I said that's kind of led us to connect with people yeah that's kind of led us to like you and I have connected over this as well like Mm -hmm. it's just things that we can all relate to and just kind of make it easier if anything to get by Mm -hmm. what would you say has kind of been the most difficult part of actually postponing the wedding so kind of like talking to suppliers talking to family mental health like what would you kind of weigh up as the most difficult and how would you kind of change that for the people like what tips would you give so I would definitely say the mental health side of things has been the mm-hmm. worst um talking to suppliers has not been bad um although mm-hmm. it was kind of difficult trying to get everyone lined up for the same day and you know making mm-hmm. sure everything still works um yeah sorry I think I've got a flight in here <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <curious>. <laughs> um that was not as difficult so I think in terms of tips like to kind of like help hopefully we won't have any more lockdowns like this of course Mm -hmm. and that people won't need to go through this again but I guess even generally for weddings when it comes to picking your suppliers go with your gut go with who you feel comfortable with make the time to you know obviously now it's probably virtual meetings but you can probably meet Mm -hmm. them in person to really get a feel for what they're like and the kind of services that they offer um Mm -hmm. and go with who you feel with is most comfortable so I've literally the suppliers that I've gone with I, I've met with each of them personally mm-hmm. um or they're based off of you know like really good recommendations from people that I trust I think mm-hmm. that helps alleviate a lot of stress later down the line um because then you're yeah. not dealing with any like last minute surprises you kind of know the person you trust them you know what their work mm-hmm. is like even if you're looking on social media and trying to suss out your suppliers have a look yeah. at the tag photos I've been doing that a lot yeah. so of course look on their profile and look at the amazing work they've done um, yeah. but then also go into the tag and like kind of look for like the real brides and grooms that have had them yeah. you know That's how are they portraying them online yeah. um look for any like reviews and stuff or ask around yeah. speak to other people um mm-hmm. that may have heard of them or used them before mm-hmm. that definitely helps because with me I'm touch wood um I'm quite happy with the supplies that I've got because I know mm-hmm. when I trust them um mm-hmm. you know the venue that I'm dealing with I've known the events manager there for years and she's mm-hmm. been doing events with me for like years as well so mm-hmm. that helps you know my decor guy I've used him for my engagement my, my cousins yeah. have used him like he's trusted he's well known um yeah it's just little things like that mm-hmm. and then yeah so I guess that's the whole like the postponing side of things I just keep open mm-hmm. communication with them um yeah, check in yeah. every now and then like don't mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't do what I did whereas you postpone and then you leave it months but to yeah. be honest last year was a bit different because I postponed in May and then mm-hmm. obviously smaller weddings were happening um mm-hmm. somewhat um but then obviously everything got locked down again by like November mm-hmm. time as well because I remember one of my friends mm-hmm. had to literally <laughs> she had her civil wedding and she was meant to have her Hindu wedding the week after she had to literally you know <laughs> completely replan a wedding in the space of two days um just to do it in time for you know before before another lockdown and I think it's really important to have people 
that you know and trust like I said and also to keep mm-hmm. open communication with them so yeah. you know do try and check in with your suppliers every now and then like now they're probably inundated anyway because hopefully mm-hmm. in, in summer they'll have more bookings and people have started mm-hmm. to do other events etc on the weekends mm-hmm. and stuff so they'll be busier but it's always helpful to check in with them and see if they're on the same page um, mm-hmm. um and then I guess yeah so I think the biggest thing for me was the mental health side thing so knowing that Mm -hmm. I had the dates in the diary and everything was Mm -hmm. lined up and you know Mm -hmm. outfits were getting made this that the other you know we're getting bits together I was still stressed because the shops here had shut obviously like Mm -hmm. non-essential retail Mm -hmm. only opened back up in April and I'm one of those people that I need to physically see and feel things before I buy them rather than online particularly when it comes to like you know Indian things like wedding stuff yeah um because obviously our whole intention was to go to India last year to Mm. go shopping because that's just that's what our family's always done like yeah so my mom's family is from Delhi and that's like my favorite place to go shopping and I had like a list of all the stores that I was going to go to like where I was going to get my outfits from all the designers I was going to go and meet and none Mm. of that happened like that in Mm. itself was like probably a big disappointment as well rather than the wedding happening alone so you know you had you've kind of sacrificed things already when you're wedding like you're not going yeah. to do shopping normally or enjoy it like you can't yeah. take bridesmaids yeah. with you you can't take you know yeah. a lot or do stuff. like a hen do or anything like things, that yeah little things like, like that little you know? things that you'd want to have yeah. yeah um and I think that that's the other bit where people don't actually realize it's more than just the wedding yeah. day itself there's so yeah. much in the leader, it is the leader. yeah that you're Definitely. meant to enjoy and like as brides yeah. you know we plan every single detail and we've yeah. just been able to do it or we've been able yeah. to do it and then like the plans have just been completely decimated and yeah or even just like had to do it like by yourself whereas normally you would have done it with your friends and family even yeah that so is like, like so it's more depressing than anything because it's yeah. like I'm supposed to be really enjoying this moment and exactly. not That's what and I, I felt like that so many times throughout the past year yeah. like you know it's my wedding I should be enjoying this why am I not yeah. why is it actually uh, I feel like it's more hassle than it's worth and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be feeling like that because I'm one of those people like I love planning events and I love hosting yeah. events. Um, like yeah. Any of my friends and family can say, like, I always make a big deal. Like, even if it's like a little yeah. birthday, do for someone like the little details. I love that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And even with my outfit, like um, my yeah. bridal outfit, I've designed from scratch with my designs in Dilly. Luckily, mm-hmm. that got sorted out way before the pandemic hit. Yeah. But then obviously, getting good. it over here was another stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but luckily, you know, again, like I said, like my suppliers made it work. So mm-hmm. li- I cannot stress enough to go yeah. with supplies that you trust and that you have a good yeah. gut feeling about mm-hmm. um but yeah on the mental health side of things you know despite having everything in order and knowing in the back of your head mm-hmm. that all right you know what whatever happens at least dates are in the diary and I'm yeah. kind of prepared I could, I could get mm-hmm. married like when it comes to it it's still stressful um mm-hmm. I think maybe for me things were heightened by the fact that obviously I had the whole long distance thing to deal with as yeah. well um and yeah. family stuff and you know work mm-hmm. commitments and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. there was a lot going on and I think that yeah. heightened it all but I think just generally being in this whole sort of pandemic situation for anyone mm-hmm. it's just caused so many mental health issues and I think yeah so, although we talk about it I think it's still quite overlooked because I think people yeah. nowadays they I like agree. to throw about the they like to throw out the term about you know mental health we should be mm-hmm. um you know check up on your colleagues check up on your friends mm-hmm. checking on them mm-hmm. like if they've not like you know reached out in a while and stuff mm-hmm. um but then it's so easy to just like do that once and then kind of forget about it yeah um and I'm one of those people that I don't really like asking for help if I'm honest like yeah. if I'm I like to do things um and do it the best I can 
by yeah. myself and if I'm struggling um you know I'd really want to give it a good whack first before I ask yeah. for help and yeah. I think a lot of people like that you know they find it difficult to ask for help so particularly when it comes yeah. to things like your mental health yeah. um it's not easy to reach out sometimes um Mm-mm. I'm quite lucky in that I've got a really good support group so you know like my fiance mm-hmm. my friends um one of my mm-hmm. friends is actually a clinical psychologist so like whenever I talk to her um, she instantly yeah. just gets it yeah. but then yeah. I don't expect her to be on duty for me yeah. like you know she's yeah. meant to be my friend not like my therapist yeah. or my psychologist um yeah. so it's 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 it, it can be difficult but yeah. I think if you if you're lucky enough to have a good support group yeah really make the most of that because at the end of the day if you love and trust those people they're there for you Mm. and you're there for them so it will never be too much of a task for someone that genuinely Mm -hmm. cares about you and Mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable reaching out or you don't have that support group in place then there are obviously other resources that you can look into online um and it's just about literally letting go of that fear of having to Mm -hmm. reach out like don't think of it as Mm -hmm. a bad thing Mm -hmm. um if anything it's gonna you know it's gonna help you you'll end up feeling better and then things will just slowly start to get better for you once you get the help that you need involved so I think really don't overlook that and I think the other thing that came out of last year is that you really need to make time for yourself Mm -hmm. um people used to say this to me all the time it's like even when I when I was like studying and part-time and working full-time they were like Mm -hmm. how do you deal with this and how do you deal with Mm -hmm. everything going on at home and then you just walk into work and you're like fine I was like if anything this is my break like I enjoy coming to work because it's kind of like a break away from everything else that's going on which is a weird way of thinking about things I guess but it's (laughs) it just felt like that at the time the thing is I think at that point I didn't really appreciate the dangers of getting burnt out Mm -hmm. um Mm-hmm. and that happened like last year that, yeah. that did actually happen and I didn't realize I was like how can I be burnt out if I'm not commuting mm-hmm. to work I'm not really mm-hmm. going out much like how can I be burnt yeah. out by just sitting at home but it's possible mental yeah. exhaustion is Your mental thing. capacity yeah. is, pro- is probably I think that's probably what the pandemic has caused the most of just yeah. genuine mental exhaustion for everybody if you're working from home your your office is in your living room or in your exactly. bedroom that is that's personally I work in a school I have not worked at home throughout any of this but that is my worst nightmare 100% agree you have to make sure you're taking time for yourself and you have to do what is in your best interest so if like doing something that you enjoy is your way of like relaxing and having your downtime do that whatever it is I did that I would just like sometimes at the end of the week I would just Mm -hmm. log off and then I'd be like okay I'm gonna make some food that I could order something that I like yeah Um, or like you know even if it's like the usual like self-care um that's something to think about like you know face masks and stuff whatever makes you good like just do that or if it's a FaceTime call with like a good friend or a partner with someone do that yeah but I think another thing that I was quite mindful of at the time was the content that I was consuming so Mm -hmm. there was a point where I was obsessed with reading what's on Mm -hmm. the news then I was like you know what no yeah it's like fear monger Mm -hmm. because when I went back and like read the stats myself I'm actually thinking Mm -hmm. like you know how they were reporting like oh we've had so many deaths in one day but then you actually look at the NHS data and it's like okay these deaths happened it's it's the difference between the the date where they were reported and the date of Mm -hmm. the actual death Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when you look at that it's actually okay I can actually like understand that now yeah Um, Yeah. so then there came a point where I was like I have to stop literally being obsessed with definitely no good for my mental health yeah I also then had to stop you know the content on social media as well like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometimes I wouldn't want to look at overly positive things because that Mm -hmm. that's just kind of like a false reality to me because I'm 
yeah it's okay to accept that you're actually not feeling okay it's okay yes, to definitely that aren't okay at the moment and that they will get better but there's no point mm-hmm. creating this false sense of posit- positivity yeah um I, I i can't like mm. i can't relate to that anyway yeah. um and then there were things about you know like how people were just sort of hating on like the rich and famous for carrying on with their their lives mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. i think just be mindful of what you're consuming because at the end of the day that mm-hmm. might consume you definitely 100%. it's definitely a good idea sometimes just to switch off from it log off put it to the side because like you say it is it's a false narrative online and it's so easy to project and it's so easy to show so everybody easy. that you're fine when sometimes you're not yeah and exactly. I think it's really really I think it's really positive to acknowledge sometimes that actually no it's really bloody hard to plan a wedding and then go through a pandemic and yeah only people who have done that will get it <laughs> that's true because you already said like wedding planning in itself is stressful enough and now you've got to deal with it in this situation that we've never had to face before no one's had Mm -hmm. to really face before and nobody knows exactly that's the other thing no one can say this is the right way to do it this is the wrong way everyone just has their way of doing it and that's fine yeah exactly definitely yeah i think yeah I think the most important thing though is is in all of this madness is that you've got to look after yourself because obviously without yeah. you and without your health then there's no wedding so yeah I think so that's true. the other thing like you've got to have the bigger picture in mind so when you spoke about yeah. you know how it was long distance mm-hmm. and stuff again you've got to mm-hmm. have that big picture in mind mm-hmm. actually this is the here and now but yeah. things will be getting better and this yeah. is actually what Definitely. I'm building towards. and it's always Definitely. so good to have that um sort of at the back of your head or you know just bring it to the front sometimes to kind mm-hmm. of remind you about where you're heading and that this too yeah. shall pass like it will get better definitely, it, it's definitely. hard to believe that sometimes but it will mm-hmm. yeah no definitely and um, what I was going to ask you was is there anything you would change in kind of the whole process of planning and postponing but I feel like I've got an inkling of what that would be for you anyway but let me know what you think you'd change Ooh, no, I want to know what your inking is now. <laughs> my my inking is that I think you would change kind of your stress threshold and just try and like <laughs> yeah, bring, you it, know. bring it down a little bit so that you're not emailing surprise at four o'clock in the morning and just sort of yeah. take a step back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's exactly that. Um yeah. I'm a bit of a control freak anyway. I have sort mm-hmm. of OCD about some things as That's, well. So do I, hun. Um, so do I. That's I- why I guessed it. Whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, like I'm quite detail oriented. Um yeah. yeah. Also I'm a lawyer, right? So I love yeah. to get things in writing and like being really nitty gritty. Right? <laughs> yeah, the like, the small print. I'm like a yeah. um, that. So um all of that <laughs> basically mm-hmm. combined doesn't mm-hmm. make for yeah. a very bride. Not that yeah. brides aren't recipe anyway, but obviously yeah. I'm on the upper scale here because I've already yeah. my baseline is already like this level of stress and I'm like yeah. Okay, so definitely that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point you making a surprise at four a.m. There's no point yeah. trying like chase them four hours later for a response. Yeah, the laptops of the day. Like mm-hmm. I think maybe you know, like you said, like no one knows how to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. It's so new for mm-hmm. everyone. And mm-hmm. granted, you know, there are going to be people like me. There are also going to be people mm-hmm. on the other end of the spectrum who are going to be like oh forget it we'll just deal with it yeah yeah Yeah. and that's fine you know everyone's different and that's fine but I know I can't be that person yeah yeah Yeah. but definitely I think I would probably try and just keep reminding myself that look you're not the only one this is happening to yeah the suppliers are going through it as much as you are 
and I yeah, have every sympathy for the industry because obviously definitely. like um, I've got to know so many suppliers now you know mm-hmm. be it through through modeling or through mm-hmm. my own wedding planning or um, mm-hmm. other family and friends wedding planning like um they're going through it as much as we are you know they're actually making mm-hmm. like huge financial losses as well yeah. as, you know like yeah. we're scared of losing deposits yeah. they're also scared of losing our deposits yeah. and stuff Definitely. um and it's just been an industry that's literally been decimated now by the yeah. pandemic there's it's been, been no real guidance for it it's literally mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hospitality slowly opening up this that the other travel yeah. is shut down for reasons that we all understand but yeah. for weddings like it just i feel like sense. it has sort of been neglected a lot and it yeah, comes back definitely. to the point of what you made that people do think of wedding as just a party people don't really acknowledge that there's so much to that wedding it is a ceremony and in a culture like ours it is the the sort of permission and the you know to to carry on with the thing for a lot of couples yeah like a lot of couples don't have you know um families like mine or, or mm. yours maybe that are more understanding and are more sort mm. of forward thinking in mm-hmm. in like how mm. you said about these like taboo, taboo subjects sorry like you know yeah. living together before you're married and stuff mm. like for some families that's just not a thing yeah. like, that's just not yeah. gonna happen yeah. and I really feel for those couples because obviously it must be like mm. 10 times worse for them you know yeah it's so important to keep yourself sane and like mm. where you can Definitely. minimize stress so even for me even yeah. though I am that person that's you know takes on stress and then I can't yeah. really deal with it I think mm-hmm. looking back now if this was to ever happen again and it was mm-hmm. um you know a family or family member or a friend that was getting married mm-hmm. I would literally just say to them do not do what I did yeah yeah <laughs> please look after <laughs> just avoid that literally. yeah um, and hindsight is a wonderful thing like I can look back now and say yeah mm-hmm. I would do this differently you know like yeah. I would prioritize this um over you know like wedding planning and stuff or mm-hmm. just trying to get mm-hmm avoid getting caught up in all the stresses and mm-hmm. stuff um and it's just important for you to sort of know yourself know your limits mm-hmm. and just take that break when you have yeah. to because literally burnout is just not fun like mm-hmm. if I didn't get COVID luckily mm-hmm. last year or, or now so luckily I've not had that virus but burnt being burnt out mm-hmm. is going to cause you health problems like physically yeah. it takes a massive yeah. toll on your health and yeah you really need to sort of like be mindful of that because yeah. you know the wedding just can wait but your health can't like you have to make a priority 100%. and I think that has yeah. been emphasized over the last year or so but I think yeah still for us like it's just one of those things like you don't think about it, you'll be like yeah, yeah yeah I'm fine I'm fine get on with it mm. and then until that time it happens and you're completely like yeah what is you're going on with point of, everything yeah. you're panicking yeah it's horrible yeah. and you don't want to be mm-hmm. in that position at all mm-hmm. no definitely you don't covid has literally brought out both sides of people like you've seen the best oh, yeah, and the worst in people sure. and yeah. literally you know like did you because we've yeah. been through it and it's something that you don't want to go through again and mm-hmm. it's just something that we've got to deal with but you've got to deal with yeah. it in the best way for you yeah um, and again, yeah. like i said be mindful of the content that you're consuming don't let it consume you um and i think it's just generally being mindful in everything that you do um, yeah definitely wedding planning work whatever know your limits and know when to take a step back and just ask for help because I think workplaces now like family Mm -hmm. friends everyone's kind of more clued on to this whole like you know being aware of your mental health and like your mental health I feel like a lot of people are a lot more understanding now as well definitely because because of this experience so if you weren't if you hadn't ever experienced anxiety before there's a high chance during the pandemic you've probably had some feeling of anxiousness so I think it's made us all quite aware of different things and maybe realise, oh, 
that's what someone was talking about I just had that feeling in my tummy where it yeah exactly to, you know what I mean and I feel like yeah. people have probably opened up a lot more to that idea of oh okay you were feeling anxious or you were feeling like this that, any of that. yeah and just going I, I get it a little bit more now um yeah. so I feel like the, the pandemic's probably opened us all up to that I think which is good to be honest and it's I beneficial to all. amazing thing yeah at least we can all openly have a conversation definitely and just sort of try and help each other as much as we can but that's it when is your new wedding date so it's soon it's in a few weeks now um, okay Wicked. This course. so it yeah again um, we don't know what's going on but okay we just kind of go so is it flow. after the june 21st yeah okay cool so so my fingers hold everything's crossed for you thank you so much i honestly wish you all the best hopefully it all goes ahead and you'll be fine so I'm sending you. all my positive vibes your way <laughs> no thank you I really appreciate it yeah because literally I think so you can be planning for a completely different wedding to what you had in mind and it's just yeah. about knowing but yeah literally just going with the flow accepting things yeah, as they are just trying to make the best of it really definitely. and I think that's what everyone's doing and that's definitely what I, I wish so. you all you. the best I will speak to you soon okay thank you so much for this chat thank you Sandeep and thank you for creating this platform where we can just come on and talk about these things um I oh. think it's absolutely amazing so I can't wait to see what else you've got in store <laughs> thank you I'll speak All to right. you soon okay bye bye